So here it is. We're week two. Week two, and it's Monday because I'm recording late. And I'm recording late because I spent the whole weekend getting fully moved out of my apartment so that now I can go back and clean it on Tuesday. So, yeah. And we're here. It's week two and, uh, you know, 52 weeks to try to make something happen. And I guess the thing that I've been thinking about a lot is, is I'm waking up. I've now been here a few nights. This is the first work day. This is the first full real day that I'm not packing up and moving stuff in my new home. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, but beyond just being crazy, it also reminds me of something. So I think a lot about this idea of how we, we make change in our lives, right? How we make change and how we shift stuff. Because everything's going to change a little bit, right? We, we, we all try. And I, having worked at a bookstore, being a writer, having been in sales, you know, which is like the land of motivational literature, you learn a lot of stuff. Right? Like you do, like you learn a ton of stuff. Um, and part of that whole motivational literature sphere is to find solutions that can be packaged, right? Now, now that doesn't mean they won't work for you. You know, I'm kind of trying to kick this off this week a little more positively than railing and ranting because the world has enough for me to rail and rant on. And if you follow any of the writing that I do, you're probably going to hear a lot of that in the coming weeks because, I mean, the whole, like, I don't want to talk politics on Facebook thing really kind of drives me nuts uh, just because I'm tired of people pretending the world is better than it is. But that's non sequitur. Here's the thing, guys. Prepackaged solutions are awesome. But I was thinking about it this morning as I'm having the first cup of coffee from a new coffee maker at a new home. And, and... At best, at best, living your life on a day-to-day -day basis is an effort of balancing forces of order and forces of chaos, right? Delicious coffee. Now, as I'm a, I'm a creative, I tend to favor the forces of chaos a little bit more, right? I'm not a particularly ordered individual. I like random acts of inspiration, things like that. That said... Um, as much as I like those forces of chaos, I do need to have a little bit of order. I know and have friends who are the opposite of me, who have tons of order and no chaos. The secret is to find the balance that works for you. By the way, if you're listening to me right now and, and talking about how there is no such thing as balance, feel free to turn it off. There's no such thing as perfect balance, right? But balance does happen. Watch somebody on a balance beam, as my good friend Jane will tell you. Watch someone on a balance beam. Balance does happen. It's just not the illusory thing that we create, the impossible, prepackaged, well-marketed standard of absolute perfect balance. Because nothing's absolutely perfect. Look, I'm sipping this cup of coffee from a new coffee maker. I'm very happy about my new coffee maker. And I'm sipping this cup of coffee, and it's delicious, and it's rich, and it's awesome, and I'm loving every minute of it. But it's not the perfect cup of coffee. Oh, it's a, it's a damn good cup of coffee, but I'm sure there's ways in which it could be better. But that's the point, right? When you start thinking these things as, as you're making changes in your own life and as I'm making them in mine, prepackaged solutions are great because they work for a person. Sorry, you're just going to deal with me drinking coffee this morning. This is a pretty damn good cup of coffee. But... 
prepackaged solutions aren't perfect. They're not. They're not perfect. They're never going to be perfect. They were never going to be perfect. At best, they are a guidepost for the way somebody else did it. And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay to follow somebody else's kind of guidepost and guidelines and figure things out for yourself. That's okay. You know, I talk about how I haven't really felt this. This goes along with my journey as a writer, right? I'm writing my best stuff now at 40. And I'm writing my best stuff now at 40 because at 20, when I thought I was the greatest writer ever, I was imitating other people. <clears throat> I was. I was imitating other people. At 20, I was imitating everybody else. By 40, I figured out my stuff, and now I'm writing my writing. So now it's a really good time to get this one year started. But those forces of order and chaos are always there, right? We, we imitate other people. We follow other people's paths. We read motivational literature because we think somewhere in it, we will find something. And if I can imitate what somebody else did long enough, then I will find my own way. And you're not wrong. Where you get wrong is when you believe that person A, B, or C, and I'm going to go ahead and give everybody who's written a motivational book credit and assume they don't mean for you to follow every single word to the letter without exception. They assume you're going to balance this into your own life. I'm going to give them all the benefit of the doubt on that. But where this goes astray is when people go, A, B, C, this is exactly what I have to do, exactly how I have to do it. Nothing can be deviated from this is the perfect solution, and nothing's the perfect solution. Nothing is the perfect solution. Look, I don't know if there's going to be background noise. I don't know what I'm dealing with when recording in this new space because I'm recording in a new office. Do I love it? I absolutely love it. Is it perfect? No. Right? Perfection is an impossible ideal, but it doesn't mean you don't kind of shoot to get as close to that thing as you can. So that, that's the deal, right? Order and chaos. Get enough order to control your chaos to the state that lasts for you. Right. I, I think about it yesterday. I had to had to set up an office because I have to work. I work from home. Right. I'm, I'm a working writer, as I like to say. I do copywriting and, and marketing stuff. And I have to be able to work today. Actually, I have a meeting coming up. And uh, as I'm doing that, as I'm working on all of that. I, I have literally 15, 16 book boxes full. Empty bookshelves, an empty desk, a computer in a box like I've got everything there. But it all has to get assembled. And, and guys, it took me most of the day to get this, to run out, buy a new chair for my office, get a bunch of stuff done. Like, it took a lot of time. It is not done. But we hit the point where there was enough order to it that I could accept all the remaining chaos. You know? And in point of fact, there's a little bit of chaos right now. Like, no kidding. In my Like, I'm looking around my new office. I have bookshelves nearby so I can be inspired by books because... My previous apartment, my office was in my bedroom. It was really great. Uh, did you hint? Did you note the smattering of sarcasm? But I'm looking around, and I like to inject a little chaos into my workspace, right? So, you know, like I have, you know, the world's most eclectic collection of books. It, it, truly, truly eclectic, crazy collection of books. But I also have, you know, like, uh, let's take a look up here. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I have Pet This Fucking Puppy. A touch and feel book for adults. I'm not kidding. It's a real book. Uh, it's on my top 10 list of books, by the way. If you've never read Pet This Fucking Puppy, uh, go buy it. It's great. It'll get you through everything. But, but that's the point, right? It's those little chaotic moments, those things that keep us inspired, that keep us moving forward. Nothing's perfect. My office is an asymmetrical design. Nothing's set up in symmetry. It, it, it's, it's all this stuff. 
it works for me. Other people might be driven completely nuts by where I'm working. I'm actually really enjoying it. So I, I, I meant to go into this week talking about like morning routines and shit, but the, re, the reality is I'm not ready to start a morning routine yet. Like it's the first Monday in my new place. I don't know what the hell my morning routine is going to be. Like I woke up earlier than I have in a while this morning. I went to bed earlier than I have in a while. So this week we're just going to mellow it out, man. We're going to figure it out. That's the order we're going to figure out is going to bed and getting up, going to bed and getting up. Next week, we'll start trying to find some kind of morning ritual, some kind of morning routine, some kind of thing to get into. But right now, I'm still exploring a new place, a new space. I'm still in my same city, right? I'm still in Charleston. Actually, I'm a little bit north of it now, but I'm still here. I know this place. I've lived in this area before. But yeah, it's just, it, it's realizing like, well, you have to have a morning ritual. And I say this because I used to be here, guys. Like if I talk to you about something like this, it's because I used to be there. I, I used to be, well, you know, supposed to have a morning routine. Up, oh, screwed up the morning routine. Okay, got to get that morning routine back online. And like moving in here before I even had my damn office ready, before I had the re the new coffee maker ready to go, I would be like, okay, well, we got to go, got to go, got to do it, got to do it. All right, got to get that morning ritual done. And I would be beating my own ass to get a morning ritual in place. Because my, my thought was that chaos was bad. And, and bear in mind, the military helped with this too. Chaos was bad. Order was good. Whereas as a young creative, I had been chaos is good, order is bad. Now as a 40-year-old creative, I'm like, I need some order. I have bills to pay and shit that has to get taken care of. But I also like to create and I prefer the chaotic element a little bit more. So I'm trying to find that balance of order and chaos. Right? So I'm not worried about a morning routine yet. Is it important? Yeah. Is mindset important? Yeah, it absolutely is. But it's important in the context of you. So that's why I wanted to hop on today. I debated hopping on today, hop on tomorrow when I'm a little bit more, more coordinated and collected. But I'm like, screw it. We're just going to do it today because this the point of this 52 weeks is not to produce you a super polished, awesome podcast where I bring in experts and we talk about mindset and we talk about goals and we talk about motivations and we do all this and then occasionally update. Like you're following me for 52 weeks. This is me making change for a year. And part of that change for a year is is this. And, and the reality of, of my confession this week is that I'm all had 10 shades of discombobulated. I don't know. I kind of want to take a walk around the neighborhood, but I got work stuff to do, but I got this to do. Kind of want to do this. I don't know. Where do I go? What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm, I'm crazy. I got to go grocery shopping at some point in time. Like it's all nuts. So I'm just trying to find enough order to balance the chaos to get through the week. And as more stuff happens, as more things happen, I'll open up new stuff, things will get taken care of, things will settle down more, and then we can start doing morning rituals and things like that. So who knows, maybe I'll talk about those next week. But the reality is for right now, I'm just trying to balance the order and the chaos. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And most of us are, right? Most of us are just trying to find balance between those two, those two external forces in our lives, order and chaos. So I don't have any great answers for you. I've always said I don't have any great, wonderful wisdom. I'm just showing you what I do, and, and maybe something resonates with you. I hope it does. But one way or the other, here's my best advice. Figure it out. Feel it out, right? Don't, don't try to run around and do too much, okay? And making change in your life is not a checklist procedure, guys. It's not. I and Look, I admire the people that can. I admire the people that can do 
70, like I, I buy the people that can do 70 steps and, and this and that and the other and figure out exactly how they need to change their lives. I do. I admire the hell out of them. I admire those people. It's never been my jam. It's never been my jam. I deal with a lot of mental health stuff. I deal with those things. Cookie cutter solutions don't often work for me. Other people's stuff often doesn't work for me. And, and frankly, I don't motivate the same way other people do. Some people love having a hard ass kind of hit them up and be like, this is what we do because we're hard asses. I was in the military for 13 years. I don't, I don't care. It, it doesn't impact me. You know what I'm saying? Like coming up to me and going, Matt, get your head out of your ass and get moving. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this hard and badass. It doesn't do anything for me. I just look at you and go, okay. Because in the end, I understand the reality is the only person being dealt with here is me. I don't care what you had to say. It's, it's about what happens in my life. And if I choose to not make change in my life, then that's me. That's a long kind of rant. I'm trying to get away from this kind of ranty shit. But like I said, dilute it down. Just boil it down to the point of balancing order and chaos and feeling your way through stuff. And don't feel like you have to have that shit all implemented today. Okay, we in, in the Western world, we spend a whole lot of time finding a thing and trying to implement it, right? We did this like when meditation came to the Western world, that was a big thing. Like the meditation practice was the big deal. We had to get the sitting down and being quiet thing done. That was it. It was the active practice. The, the principles behind it, the application to daily life, nah, we didn't get there quite so yet. Because in the Western world, we're very like product oriented. I'm a marketer. I know what I'm talking about. Like, we're very product and service oriented. We want that thing. We want to know exactly what the kernel is. We can do it and move on, right? I, I used to know a buddy of mine did yoga classes. He went to a once a week yoga class and was always astonished he hadn't made any progress. I'm like, well, you got to keep doing it throughout the week. He's like, no, I paid for the class, right? That's, that's, it's not that he's lazy. It's that that's an, a very Western, specifically, that's a very American way to think because I did the thing that things should be done. All I'm telling you, is sometimes you're going to have to do a collection of things. Sometimes you're not going to be able to do the thing entirely. Sometimes it's going to get complex and complicated. Take your time, take a breath, and figure it out. There's very little wisdom I carry forward from the military, but one of those things I do carry forward is very simple. Slow is steady, and steady is fast. I have crashed and burned as a civilian too many times trying to run up and ramp up and get accelerated growth and be a badass and just go full bore and forgetting the fundamental principles I learned throughout my life. Slow is steady. Steady's fast. Right? I had the privilege of getting to watch 52 aircraft launch. Slow is steady. Steady's fast. Think about that for a little. Slow is steady, steady is fast, balance the order and the chaos, figure it out. I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to go have a little bit more of this really damn delicious coffee. I'm actually really proud of this coffee maker. Maybe we'll talk about that next episode. Matt and his week three coffee maker. Um, but yeah, I think that's the reality, right? Slow is steady. Steady is fast. That's it. That's all you have to do. All right, everybody. Well... I'm Matt Hampton, your favorite working writer, little blue-collar writer guy here. And uh, until that time we speak again, this is my confession, and I'll talk to you all next week.